unicorns, ogres, dragons. Once upon a time, these creatures and many like them had their stories told around campfires and in every home. Now they're nothing more than movie magic. Join us as we discuss mythical creatures on the Random Highway Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Random Highway Podcast. I am your host, Patrick. I am your co-host, Tisha. <laughs> you just forget your name, man. I did that as if I was expecting somebody else to come in and say my name for me. Wow. Oh, uh. And we're off to a great start, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. Mythical creatures. Like your memory. There's nothing mythical about my memory. <laughs> All right, so wh- where do you want to start off? Which animal? Animal? Which mythical creature do you want to start off with? Um, I think I want to start off with mermaids. Mermaids are good. Like okay, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. Um, so random question you know how like would you get like if you was going to eat a fish okay that's like white meat right fishes but like if you eat a mermaid the top half does that become like red meat (laughs) what (laughs) just a random question I had like you know if you were actually gonna you know you caught one you're gonna eat it if I caught a mermaid I'm not gonna eat a (laughs) fucking mermaid (laughs) But way to stay on brand with the random shit. Uh. <laughs> okay, so where do they hail from? Where Where's mermaids from originally besides Disney? Me either. So I'm thinking like, <laughs> depending on what you look up. Okay, because some of them, they say that the mermaids was like, they described them almost as sirens. But sirens which, are a whole different ball game. But it's the same shit, which is what confuses me because... Sirens would lure sailors to, their, to death. their rocky shores and ultimately to their death with their song. Right. Mermaids do the same thing. Depending on what, what you read, I guess. Um, I just always thought, do you think they're, they're real? Do you think that's a real thing out there? you think that's just some lonely-ass seamen out there wishing they seen some stuff? I doubt it. There are a few things like that could possibly be that um historians and scholars believe are grounded in some truth yeah but that is one of them that i don't i don't know the ocean's pretty vast i am curious though as to what triggered that particular honestly i would have to say you know the men are on boats for months (laughs) at a time sometimes years (laughs) Um, back in the day, it was bad luck to have a female on board. So there was a bunch of dudes on a boat forever with nothing but rocks and ocean. Of course, they're going to come up with stories. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Fish tales. Like, literally. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing that's where that could have originated from. 
of course, back then when all that stuff started originating, um, all the all the tales of of mermaids and sirens and all that. That's when all the you know that's when all the gods and I say that plural was popular. You had your you know the Poseidon, um, Triton. You know, well Triton wasn't a god; he was the king. But you had um, you know that was real. I don't want to say popular, but that was like common. I guess is to believe in all that back then. Not so much anymore. <clears throat> Depending demographically speaking, <laughs> I'll put it like that. Um, so, I've got nothing else to add. She got feet and didn't like it. <laughs> well, in, in the original story, it hurt to walk, and the dude made her dance and married somebody else anyway. It was like a really yeah, yeah. really shitty story. Disney really twisted that one. <laughs> made a happy ending, didn't they? They do. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. I wanted to move on to dragons. Dragons is one of those that um, a lot of scholars do believe was at, in, at some point routed or grounded in some uh, reality. Okay. The thought process is that the um, ancient Greece, because they date back um, as far back as like ancient Greece, ancient Sumeria and the belief is they might have happened across fossils and that's where the where it came from so what they took as a dragon might have just been dinosaur bones yeah so that's and the belief and it could have been very easily pterodactyl bones and that's but at the same time there were like across the board, there's, um, they can't pinpoint the origins because um, China, Greece, Sumeria. Um, well, China's dragons are a lot different than other people's dragons. Yeah, but the differences are subtle enough to where there's enough, there's more in common than there is not. Which mm. is where, which is where the, the thought that they it might have been. At one point, um, grounded in some kind of reality. I can see them unearthing some pterodactyl bones because those look terrifying and they were huge. Um, and that could easily be portrayed, you know, as dragon. I could easily see that because you just got bones. You don't know if they got scales or feathers or, you know, it's got wings, but, you know, that's all you know and it's huge. So I could kind of see that being the grounds of why it was founded in reality. Um, the similarities and differences between dragons in China versus, like, especially, like, over here. Most of China's dragons don't fly. They've only got, like, one dragon that they believe in that flies. The rest of them are all, like, snake things with legs. <clears throat> I use that term li lightly and loosely because I'm not trying to offend nobody, but, like, that's it. they weren't actually flying dragons. They, they are, um, they walked. As opposed to the sighting, not the sightings, <clears throat> the uh, the belief of the dragons out here um, have wings and could fly. So th that's a big difference to me. Um, nowadays, you see movies like what, Braveheart? I don't think it was Braveheart. But no, it might not have been Braveheart. Where's the one? I'm thinking Dragonheart. It had a heart <laughs> in it. I knew it. <laughs> it's got a heart in it somewhere. <clears throat> Braveheart was also a good one though by the way 
But no, I was thinking of uh, Dragonheart, but uh, movies like that. Because when you think of a dragon, you think you think of wings and flying, but I guess that might not necessarily be so. Because you got like the Komodo dragon, like that's real life. It's funny how up until the Middle Ages, dragons were thought of as like benevolent, like good luck. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you a story. All right. 90% of the mythical creatures that we are going to discuss, or even the ones we don't talk on, um, were considered good or protectors until the Christian Crusades. Until Christianity decided to do their Crusades, and that's when everything was... um, that's the devil. That's evil. The devil sent it. You know, anything they couldn't see or explain um, or any story that didn't just kind of line up with their agenda, it was it was the devil. It's like Bobby Boucher's mama. It was the devil. <laughs> um, so before the Crusades, they were all, all these creatures were considered um, good, good or protectors or, you know, not in a bad light. Not very many of them anyway. And shortly after the Crusades... Um, all the scholars that have gone back and researched all this have said that that's what caused it. And then shortly after that, <clears throat> they're the devil, they're mean, they're, they're, they're evil, they had to be fought, they had to be killed, because they were, <clears throat> they're the devil. <laughs> so that, that's where that come along. That I do know. Um, you think they was? Protector? If, if, hypothetically, they were real. Do you think dragons were protectors, or do you think they were just like the devil? No, I think all the stories before the mid ages, middle ages, medieval times portrayed them as good, benevolent protectors. They were, they weren't like evil or mean spirited right. at all. It wasn't until the middle ages and when they became, you know, something to be slayed and. You know, you proved your valor by, you know, saving the damsel and slaying the dragon. And that wasn't the case up until that particular point in time. So, hypothetically, I don't think they would have been something that would have been mean or evil. It's just like any animal. They territorial, Mm -hmm. uh, protective of young, but I don't just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna circle back to that Hungry? later. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you'll see why. But anyway, <laughs> um, unicorns. My favorite, that and Pegasus. But um, I'm not sure exactly where you know. I know Pegasus. I know that's a that's a Greek. Yeah. I'm not sure on the unicorn. Is that also Greek? No, unicorns date back um, a little farther than that. I know they were supposedly S- again, in the Bible. Sumerian. Um, and again, it was one of those beings that sort of had its foot in a <coughs> few different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, though, that was universal, despite its differences, were it was a a symbol of purity and um they only appeared to uh virgins 
for whatever. Well, that's why we hadn't seen any in a while. (laughs) No, uh, (laughs) I had heard that the the horns were made magical. Like you could ground down the horns to like a magical dust. Yeah, I was about to say. To this day, they still get narwhals and chop their 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 little tusk off, and they grind them up and pass it off as unicorn horn dust for for healing medicinal properties. Although no one had ever, there was never any confirmed sightings. The their existence was so widely, you know, fucking accepted that kings were paying for ground up unicorn horn. They would mm-hmm. mix it in a tonic or a tea and they drink it. It was supposed to have healing properties yeah. and to ward off poisons. I know. Um, if you read in the Bible, the the New King King New, New King James Version. Lord, I am stumbling tonight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Unicorns are mentioned in there by description. Um, so it's not just, you know, over in Europe and in the places where they would have kings and queens. That's supposedly here as well, just way back when. Um, I think you could actually describe rhinoceroses. Is that how you say plural? Rhinoceroses? <laughs> Rhinoceri. Rhinoceri. Um if you think about it, if the, if it's a description, if you're going off of just, you know what I'm saying? Four legs with hooves, right? Has a tail. Has a mane. Can. Can have a little hair. I don't know. And has one horn. In its forehead. So, I mean, I mean, loosely, it can be a inter- I can see where it can be founded in truth. Is what I'm getting at. For rhinoceros? Yeah. No. Yes. Because... Um, <laughs> unicorns were horse-like beings. Some the distinguishing beings. features were like a goat's beard and um, tail like a, a lion's tail. A rhinoceros is a large... Has a tail like a lion's tail? No, it's a large gray tank. <laughs> there is... With a, with a single horn coming out of its nose... Uh, Unicorns were coming out of the middle of their foreheads. A rhinoceros, you there's no way in hell you could. It's close. I mean, not even <laughs> on the same continent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think it could be. Do you think it was found in truth, or do you think that's a bedtime story? I think that one was more of a uh, bedtime story. How would that become so widely accepted? I wonder. I Interesting. It had origins in lots of different um, cultures. Well, I mean, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, I guess, like, akin to the mermaid thing. Like, how would it be, you know what I'm saying? How is that something that is just, unless they were just going to different lands and saying, hey, have you seen this creature and describing it? And, of course, that's how stories spread back then. So well, I, I mean, can see that. Greece and Egypt and Sumeria, these were all places that were, like, beginning the beginning stages of you know worldwide trade so I could easily see stories being passed about back and forth right so it's not far fetched that a story here could be adopted somewhere over there because some merchant off a ship somewhere said something got drunk and started telling old wives tales as they call it yeah um what about ogres 
Um, are they ogres? Are they were not so nice. They were always looked at as they were told to children as stories that bad kids would ogres would come and get bad children. They were humanoid like, <laughs> yeah, and they were attracted to and excited by bad behavior, and they eat people who were shitty <laughs> so <Krampus>. they, they <laughs> were t- stories passed on to children to keep children in line so no base in fact you don't think no i don't think so yeah so these are supposed to be giants right ogres huge yes. mean volatile smart or intelligent no unintelligent All very intelligent. just bumbling around looking for aggressive and dumb looking for a meal yep they were violent and yeah enemies trolls close cousin did um, trolls turn to stone or they could turn you into stone maybe they turned into stone and like in this maybe I don't watch too many movies I think that's <laughs> what that might be well and that's the problem with the the information that has been twisted and diluted so much that you don't know how much of the original tales you're actually getting. What you see on TV is stylized nonsense that's been written to fit whatever the plot. narrative, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever the plot or narrative is. Something like a stone in Central Park or a troll in Central Park. It's a cartoon I used to watch when I was a kid. If I'm not mistaken, like they they turned into stone or they could turn people i don't remember that was why but we were talking about the volatile um ogres and i don't know why that made me think of trolls i guess they're all in the same under the same little umbrella there what else you got um i got fairies So the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of fairies is the Supernatural episode where Sam or Dean is telling Sam, fight the fairies, Sam, fight the fairies. And of course, he's got all these onlookers looking at him like offended because he thinks he's talking about, you know, like maybe some gay people or whatever. But it's not. He was literal fairies. They were fighting literal fairies. Um, The fae folk. (laughs) How do you feel about that? You think that's a real thing? You think that was studied in truth or... No, that's another one of those, no. Um, I think some of the animal-like creatures could have been founded in some form of uh, truth. But things like fairies and I don't think... The wood nymphs and the sprites and the elves and the... Yeah, I don't... I would love to believe that those were accurate. Um, And it might have been back in the day, but not how we think or how we see it today on tv a bunch of people settlers live in the woods those are your wood nymphs they're just regular people they might not look no different you know what i'm saying their magical properties would be knowing the forest and what is good for what what leaves and berries do what same thing with the water sprites they live off the water they live off the water so they know the water and so you know what i'm saying so maybe not in the same way in the same sense that maybe we see the stuff on tv but I can see it being founded in truth, and it just kind of gets elaborate over time. You know, I can see that being a thing. In that case, yeah, I can see that being 
I could see in a story getting embellished over, you know, a few years. See that? Where um, was that? Was that Irish? The fairies? Um, the fairies. Are they Irish? I think it's Ireland. Yeah. That's where that's where I'd love to go to see. They say you can go out there to uh, visit Ireland. And there is medieval Western uh, European folklore. Basically, romance stories is where they originated. And most romance stories? <laughs> Ireland, England, all that area. That was that was a hint for you to fill in there. You just got to look at me like, with this blank look like, I don't know. Somebody doesn't read his romance stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I would love to go to Ireland to see, because they say you can walk around the, with the fairies out there. It's it's a big tourist thing. I would love to. Obviously, there's no fairies, but the, I guess maybe because the scenery is so pretty, you get out there and you just, I guess you get caught up in the moment. Um, how about leprechauns? Um. How do you feel about leprechauns and that elusive pot of gold? I don't think there's any basis for that for that one. I think that's probably a good thing because I seen the movie Leprechaun when I was younger and it terrified me. <laughs> I am not gonna lie. I watched all of them and each one got worse. It was horrible. So I'm probably happy that that is not based in fact. However, I would like that pot of gold that he be toting around. I don't want no parts of that pot of gold because if that movie was any indication. And look, he was very fucking territorial about his goddamn gold, so that's all right. You can keep it. <laughs> oh, I think I want to pass. <laughs> Taking on it like in that sense, I don't, I don't think I want it either. I'm okay being I'm comfortable where I'm at now. And um, banshees, spirits from Irish and Scottish folklore, they were um, omens of death. So basically. During wars, you'd hear the banshees scream. That meant that people were going to die. Do you feel like that was rooted in truth? No. I'm going to tell you it is. and Let me tell you why I think it is. <clears throat> I know it was like an omen. Like, you hear somebody wailing, right? And that's that's a sign that somebody's going to die. But what I think... I think it's kind of changed over the years, but I think maybe somebody would die in the household, right? And you've got parents, or you've got grieving siblings, or or sons and daughters. You see what I'm saying? Brothers and sisters. And you hear them wailing and lamenting, and you know what I'm saying? And maybe that's what's heard over the distance. And of course, they don't get the news till later, you know, because back then, travel is not like it is now. So, you know, they heard it, and that was the precursor. They hear a bunch of wailing or upsetness i guess and then come to find out somebody had died behind that you know there was a reason for it cause and effect that's why i think maybe it was and maybe it started in truth but maybe it was like not like the wailing first and then somebody died i think it was kind of reversed and it just kind of somebody took that and went with it and just kind of reversed it and made it into a story but i think it could have been rooted in truth uh, for that reason uh. Um, I don't think it was a specific one banshee walking around screaming every time somebody died. No. 
they do have professional whalers. And they do that at funerals. You can pay them, and they'll do that at funerals. And they will walk around, and like if you ain't got nobody to come to your funeral, or you've got family that's died and you ain't got nobody to go that's going to attend their funeral, you can pay people to show up, and they will just carry on, make a scene, wail, and cry. And I mean, the, I mean, the water works the whole nine. But you have to pay them for this. They're professional whalers. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if that's not got something to do with it. I don't think there were professional. I mean, why would you do that? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's not something we have here. This is across the way that, that I know that that's real popular. Scotland, Ireland, places like that. They have professional whalers. Okay, the banshees that you could hear screaming <clears throat> on the cliffs. Or, you know, somebody right before somebody jumped to their death. Or what, you see what I'm saying? Things like this. You gotta think of it's not coincidental. Somebody out there wailing that's, you know, maybe getting paid to wail. And then, just so happens, somebody died. Okay. <laughs> I know you're not following that train of thought. Somebody died. Somebody's got no family. Somebody paid a whaler. They're wailing. Ah, somebody died. I'm wailing, okay? Over here, over yonder here, on a different area that nobody's died at yet, decides, screw this life, I'm out, whatever. And jumps off a cliff. They don't know it's two completely uncorrelating incidences. Yes? Right? All they know is they hear a wailing before this person even jumped. I, I know it's a stretch, but I'm just saying it could it could be a thing. It could I could see Not it. Not even a little bit. Yes, <laughs> yes, it could be a thing. Because professional whaling has been around for forever. So. Cerberus, which is one of my personal favorites. Can I tell you a fun fact about Cerberus? Did you know his name? If you translate it, like loosely, it translates to spot. I was reading that. Yes, I was reading that somewhere. True story. Um, loosely translated. I don't know if it's Latin or, or Aramaic. I don't know. I don't remember. But it's loosely translated. Look it up when we get done with the show. I'm telling you, it's loosely translated to spot. So Hades literally let named his three-headed dog Spot. <laughs> How original. <laughs> that is my fun fact. Anyway, go ahead. Cerberus with your puppy self. Go ahead. <laughs> I find it very doubtful that that translates to Spot. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> he was the... um. He completely threw off my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was the guardian of um, the gates of Hades. He guarded the river Styx. Kept people from trying to escape. And they cross back over. He was huge. He had three heads. Mm -hmm. And Hercules, one of his labors was to um, bring... Um, Cerberus to uh, um, his cousin which was a king after Hades, uh, Hercules was tricked into killing his family he had to perform these labors and one of his labors was to bring Cerberus to his cousin the king interesting 
I want a Cerberus. <laughs> it was a Latinized form of the Greek Kerberos, which possibly meant spotted. In Greek myth, this was the name of the three-headed dog that guarded the entrance to Hades. Spot. Latin translation. Google has served you just desserts again. I win. <laughs> uh-huh. I just thought that was interesting that um, out of all the things Hades could have named a dog a mythological creature naming a mythological creature he names it Spot. That was Greek and you said that translated from... In Latin. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was... Yeah. Latinized form of the Greek word which meant Spot in Greek myth, this was the name of the three-headed guard dog that guarded the entrance to Hades. Alright, so what's the next one? What we got? I'm going to switch gears here. Uh-oh. To the Random, random Fuckery of the Week. And this week's Random Fuckery comes from... Chilkat Lake, Alaska, where a young lady was going to an outhouse, and when she sat down to use the facilities, she got bit in the ass. By what? A bear. <gasps> Hold on. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> a bear? Yes. I can think snake. I'm thinking spiders. I'm thinking... Any number of creepy collies, but a whole ass, like, bear? How was he in the toilet part? I have no idea. It was a single puncture. They think it (laughs) could have been a bite, or it might have swiped with its claw. It was one of its paws. Yeah, she was probably shitting on it. (laughs) I'd fucking bite her ass, too. Shit. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, you're right. That definitely constitutes as random fuckery of the week. Where do you find this stuff? That's nuts. I saw that and I knew that had to be it. Yeah, no lie. Could you imagine? I've used. Have you ever used an outhouse before? No. Okay, so back when I was a teenager, I was working on a farm, uh, or a ranch actually, and I was working with a lady, um... And living with her, and she, they had, the place that we had, had uh, little to, very little to no electricity. We had no indoor plumbing. We had an outhouse. This was out in Colorado. So, it was like 20 feet too far in the winter and 20 feet too close in the summer. It sucked. (laughs) But, the outhouse that we went to, that we had used, I don't, I'm, I'm picturing it in my head, I couldn't imagine a bear fitting in there, let alone how he got in that how he would get in. That's crazy to me. That's... I've never had to worry about a bear, I don't think. That's never been forefront in my mind when I went to go use the house. Snakes and spiders, but never a bear. Yeah, well, this was Alaska, so... Yeah, I can see that. Because when their outhouses kind of be out in the open, yeah? Polar bears. They swim up under the water. Now, this one was a uh, black bear. Oh, well, see, you keep throwing monkey wrenches in my train of thinking here. How did a black bear get in her latrine? That's, I need, I need answers. I've got questions. I need answers. 
You need to find more details on that story. The um, there was a wildlife biologist with the Alaska Department of Fish and Game who said it was likely a uh, uh, black bear, and uh, it's never heard of something like he's never heard of something like that happening. But she got bit by something. She runs out, tells her brother. He goes to check it out. As soon as he lifts the seat, he sees at seat level the face of a bear. I bet you he was terrified too. So now, not only did she get bit on the butt, now he's face to face with an animal that's got shit or piss on it. And it's pissed off and in your face. Can you imagine opening up a, a lid and seeing a bear with feces all over it? Rawr, you know, like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. And that's that horrible. was the random fuckery of the week. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, not for the lady. I'm sure she's traumatized. She'll, oh my god, could you imagine? You'd be terrified to sit down on any toilet ever again in your life. That, oh my god, that's horrible. I feel bad for her. But I thank her for her service because that made for a really good story. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yes, yes, it was. Mm. And uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Okay. I've been your host, Patrick. I've been your co host, Tisha. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.